The traditional retirement income plan is often called a three-legged stool. This represents a combination of social security, pensions, and savings. And I'm sorry to say that this concept is dying. In today's show, we will discuss the three-legged stool, why it's almost dead, and what you can do to revive it for yourself. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell. Alongside me today is Tony Shore sitting on a three-legged stool. And you heard my intro, Tony. We're going to be talking about how that concept, which I'm sure you've heard of before. Oh, oh how yes. That concept is, I'm going to say, almost dead. I would actually argue and say it is dead. Not almost, but is. Can we split the difference and harken back to Monty Python's Holy Grail? Do you remember when that guy's pushing the dead bodies and there's a, a guy that's alive in there? And he's like, I'm not dead yet. That's I'm right. getting better. <laughs> I feel happy. <laughs> Bring out your dead. <laughs> oh, what a classic movie. Yeah. You know, Terry Jones just is dead. Yeah, well, Terry just Jones passed died. away. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, he had, he had battled dementia apparently. Yeah. Um sad, but he was one of the one of the actors in the Monty Python's yeah. uh Holy Grail. Um so anyway, three legged stool, you've heard this concept. Uh, oh, yes, quite familiar with it. And uh, first of all, a three-legged stool would never hold me. It never worked for me, ever. Uh, number one, because of my weight. Uh, <laughs> number two, <laughs> uh, both literally and figuratively, a three-legged stool is not a good idea. Why not four legs, first of all? I always wondered that. It's like, that's your big financial plan. That's what financial planners use as a great example of how to really have a stable retirement income a three-legged stool is one of the most unreliable stools there are as a three-legged stool uh i always wanted a four-legged stool first of all three-legged stool wouldn't hold me up and ever since i've been alive everyone i know no one i knew had a pension so uh there's always that and that was one of the legs so then you're down to a two-legged stool so uh that whole concept was lost on me to begin with dan and maybe you know, you can argue. I know a lot of people utilized it, but it was lost on me. You know, he used three-legged stools is the clowns. You know, like when you go to a circus, well, they would sure. carry that little, you know, all of a sudden they'd have a stool with them. And I think it's a matter of efficiency. Um, three legs is more efficient than four, wouldn't you say? No. No, it's one too few. That's like saying three tires on a car is more efficient than four. Yeah, but you don't have to go anywhere with a stool. You you could put wheels on a on a three legged stool. The three legged stool is perfectly fine, balance wise. It's stable. Mm, no, no. If you're missing a leg, you're in trouble. I guess you can get away with a four legged stool and, and breaking one leg and still maybe getting away with it. No, 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 no. So it doesn't matter. I don't know why you what, what's your why are you so against the three legs. It's easier to tip a three legged stool over than a four, but uh, I think you need I think four. I, don't, I disagree. I think we yeah. need to do a test. Send it to uh, <laughs> MythBusters. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you, Trust you me, a, from personal experience, you want four legs on that stool. I think you have a tripod phobia. 
I think I'm that's a big it. fan of the band Rush. So there's that. I oh, mean, that's boy. three. Uh, hey, <laughs> um, let's let's talk about what the concept is again. It, it's supposed to be like the analogy to complete the analogy. You're sitting on a stool, and if you have three legs, you're going to be fine. If you have two or less, you're going to be in trouble. I guess what it comes down to now, what what reality is now, is it's more like the Sri Lankan stilt fishing. You know, have you ever seen that? <laughs> Sri Lankan stilt fishing? <laughs> wow, you know where did about? you pull have that you one those? out of? I mean, that's, uh, what that's is that? That's when they sit on that one, like, one stilt in the middle of the water, and they fish. Have you, all right, oh, look I've it up, seen, listeners. I've seen that picture. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know the technical term. Stilt fishing. Come on, stilt everyone does fishing. it. Or, all right, everyone how about this? Go, going back it. to the clown reference, it's a unicycle. Yeah. It's more like a unicycle. Actually, that one might be better because you, you never see someone on a unicycle just sitting there. They're no. always like looking like they're going to fall over. No, they, they can't stop. That's the problem with a unicycle. They have to keep constantly being in motion, at least some motion, back and forth at least. Uh, but I like the clown analogy because I picture the clowns as most of these financial advisors out there with their three-legged stools are trying to get these uh, people and their entire retirement to balance on these three legs when it really takes more than that. That's my well, analogy. That's fine. Or you could you can pick on the general public and say, we're all a bunch of clowns because we don't have three-legged stools anymore. We have unicycles and we're we tipping over all the time. We have one-legged stool. Yeah. The stilt and fisherman. And you have to keep moving, meaning you have to keep working. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, that's true. You can't retire. See, that's a great analogy. So, the three. Uh, explain what what was the three legged stool that all the financial planners used this analogy. It was you have to have three sources of income to retire: Social Security, pension, and savings. So, Social Security, we know pension, like you mentioned, are going the way of the dinosaur or the way of the pension, as you like to say. Yeah, um, and then savings. Well, you know, retirement. 401k, 403b, something that you could pull income from. An IRA. And you have all three of these to kind of uh, build a general income stream for you in retirement. So you're not reliant on only one because that's not a good thing. In that video I did in the past, maybe years ago now, it was called the seven keys to retirement income. And one of the keys oh, yeah. was, or is, you have to have multiple sources. And like you said, why stop at three? Why not go to 10, 10 legged stool? Right. But the problem is, is most people just have the two social security and some type of savings. Yes. And we looked at that article that uh, we were discussing before the show, and there was a stat on there from the National Institute on Retirement Security. Mm -hmm. Guess how many people have a three legged stool that are over 60? Okay. We're talking over 60 now. How many, what percentage of Americans? Well, I bet it's really low because they don't have pensions. So I would say 10% or less. Yeah, you're right. It's 6.8% yeah. according to this study. Yeah, those are 2014 it. numbers. I bet you it's even lower now. Yeah, so they don't have pen they don't have all 3. Uh, right, they don't have all 3. And in fact, um only 7% have all 3 or less. 40% only have social security. Oh. That same that same study. See, so only 40% of riding security. unicycles. Oh. You want to hear the worst stat of it all? What? 15% have none. No no legs. They're sitting on the floor. Oh. But I think that's over 60. So I have a feeling those are people that are 60 and 61 that haven't turned on Social Security yet. Oh, yeah. I suppose, yeah. So, Tony, it's troubling that Social Security is the biggest 
source of income for people. In fact, the only source of income for a lot of people. But if we were going to pick one leg of the stool that people were going to rely on, I think we're picking the right one at least. Because I love Social Security and I want to tell you why. I'm going to take a little break here to go into why I think if there's going to be one leg of the stool that you focus on, Social Security should be it. Right. Top three reasons on the board. Here's the question. Why is Social Security the best source of income? Number one, it's got a better tax rate than everything else. It's tax advantaged, meaning the government doesn't tax all of your Social Security income. In fact, 85% is the most they can tax, but for a lot of people, none of it is taxed. So that's, that's number one reason why I like Social Security. Number two reason, cost of living adjustments. Social Security has an annual cost of living adjustment, COLA, or an increase based on the government's determination of what it should be increased. A lot of people complain it's never enough. Right. But, hey, it's better than nothing. It's better <laughs> right. than... Right? Yeah. It's better than a lot of things you, you can uh, invest in or, or, or what. But those that's the top two. And the third reason why I like Social Security is because it's guaranteed by the best government in the world. Yes. Now, you may want to change that by voting in certain people, but I believe the government <laughs> is great. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> just kidding. On. Just kidding. <clears throat> I know you write in certain people every year. Yeah, I write in your brother's name, Ed Wendell. Right. Yeah, right. You write in my brother. It was one of my brothers. No. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, Social Security is a great part of retirement income planning. It is the best part. So I enjoy the fact that people are really relying on it. And we need to shore it up. This even puts it even more pressure on the government to make sure we, we don't mess it up. And it is running out of money, right? This is in the, We did a show on that. But I think if we had, if I had to choose one, Social Security would be it, which is to say that how do we solve this problem of not having a three-legged stool anymore? What, what do we do? And you're going to throw me in with a bunch of clowns and say, hey, I'm preaching that you should have three-legged stool. <laughs> I'm going to join your bandwagon and say, yeah, I'm going to get in your clown car and say, yes, we need multiple legs. We need five, ten if you have them. Right. But if we can get three, I'd be happy with that. How about that? Can we compromise? So the first thing to do is you have to maximize your Social Security benefit. That's number one. Get as much out of Social Security as possible is number one. That's uh, that's game number one. That's, uh, yeah, agreed. And the way to do that, it depends. Usually it's delay. If you're married, you might be able to turn it on right away and maximize it that way. So there's tricks you could do with Social Security. We're not going to get into them. But the first thing you got to do is maximize Social Security. So if you want to maximize Social Security, get a Social Security maximization report and figure it out. Uh, If it's your only source of income, even more reason to do it. Now, uh, you might say, well, Dan, I got to maximize my Social Security. You're telling me I should wait until I'm 67 I'm 62. I don't want to work anymore. What do I do? Well, you might have to work. You might have to keep moving. Because if you're going to go on a unicycle, you got to keep that unicycle moving or else you'll fall over. So you're probably going to have to keep working. And that's not what people want to hear. They want to hear how they could take it at 62 and retire early. Uh, Not happening for a lot of people. So 
maximizing Social Security is going to help you in the long run. Now, that is not to say that if you're 63 years old and you want to retire, that you can't retire and not take Social Security. You just have to rely on another source of income, which brings us to the next point. You need to... You need to make your own legs on this stool. You need to have a plan. And the first thing you got to do is save. Because let's face it, Tony, unless you have a pension, and if you have a pension, you know you have a pension. Although there there are some people that get letters in the mail saying, hey, did you know you had this pension? Uh, <laughs> wow. You used to work for this company in the 80s. Uh, you worked for 10 years. And they get that letter and like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's not a lot. It's usually not a lot. Three, four hundred dollars right. a month. Which yeah. could make a difference, though. Hey, that's that's huge for some people. Right, twenty years from now, that'll be a meal out with Tony. Yeah. Um, I twenty will say, years from now, that'll be a meal out. <laughs> well, you think about inflation, right? A pizza buffet, right? Hopefully, pizza buffet will be like thirty bucks. But yeah. Um, so you need to have some sort of savings because if you don't have a pension and you're only going to rely on Social Security, you need income from somewhere else. And the and where else can you get income from unless you save? You could save in a house. You could save in the stock market. You could save in the bank. So there's multiple places to put your money, and that's a different discussion. But if you don't have any additional funds, there's no way to help you. You can't make a stool without any legs. So if you don't have any other legs to pull from, what are you going to do? You're going to fall. Right. So, yeah, and you don't want that. And people say, well, I don't have a pension. My company doesn't offer it. Well, you're right. And we've done shows on that. Which is better, a 401k or a pension? We concluded, spoiler alert, pension is probably better for most people. Because what you're supposed to do with a 401k or a 403b or a 457, whatever you have, is you're supposed to take that lump sum and then create a pension from it. You're supposed to create an income stream. That's your job. It used to be the company's job. Now, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want the hassles. So they give you the money. They match your 401k. It grows. You retire. You're supposed to then live off of that. So you can create your own pension. You know, this, it's not rocket science. All the companies do, most of them, now, if they do offer it, they outsource it. They hire some insurance company and say, hey, can you figure this out? We need. Yep. We want to offer a pension. Can you just figure out what the payout rates will be at various ages if they're married not married you know yeah, step it's like up setting the, up they set up an annuity system basically. that's it they yeah. set up an annuity stream and they're funding it with your salary yep or they're funding it with their own money that they're putting aside based on your salary so it's not like their their pension is this secret little rocket scientist level math you can do it yourself. You can approach an insurance company and say, hey, I'd like to have a pension when I'm 68 or 62 or whatever age. And they'll say, okay, in order to generate the income you want, how much money do you want? They'll say, how much money do you want? Well, I want $1,000 a month. I want 100000 a month. Well, okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You can say whatever you want. Then they'll say, well, here's what it takes today. Here's how much you need to put away today. And I do this for people all the time, especially for people that don't have pensions. Actually, for people that have pensions, they want to do this even more. They want to replicate it. They're like, oh, this is great. I'm going to get 850 a month when I'm 65. Can I do that? How I like that. That makes me feel comfortable. Added to my Social Security, I can live. Let's create another leg of the stool. 
some people will use rental income. So, you know, in a, in a real estate, they'll have investment properties that they generate income from. There's another leg of the stool. Some people say, I don't want to be a landlord. I'd rather get dividends from stocks. You could do that. You have to be open to different ideas. But the easiest is if the company gives you a pension. If they don't give you a pension, you can create your own using your savings. But if you don't have any savings, you're out of luck. Right. Yeah, and that's not good. You have to have you have to try to have savings and I know that you people come to you at at all these different stages. Like some people come to you Dan for help when there's time to create that savings. Some come to you once they're in retirement and they don't have the savings. So you have to work with what they have and uh, make the best of it. Uh, some people have to end up going back to work. So you want to make sure you can live comfortably in retirement. And I think uh, all of these things are key, uh, especially making sure you have at least, you have to have at least three legs on a stool in, in order for it to support you. Uh, same with any retirement income plan, right? Did I just hear you come to the dark side and agree that a three-legged stool is great? I, let's not. I didn't use the word great. I said that will support you and will work for most people. I just am going to need more than that. <laughs> well, you're right. Um, I do help people at different stages. Different stages. Uh, you know, when when's the best? You, when would you say is my ideal? If someone was going to approach me to do this, when do you think would be the best time for them to do it? What age? Um, by age thirty. Thirty years old, Tony. That's your guess. Well, actually, yeah, it would be like. 10 years old if I can get them to <laughs> well but sure for, I mean in a, in a dream world but I mean I bet most people come to you when they're uh, between 40 and 50 or 40 and 55 yeah 50s is great because yeah. they they don't they still think they want to work another 10 15 years sure maybe five years and they have some money saved through their 401k so I have something to work with I could say okay over the next four years, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put the money here. We're going to set up the income streams this way. I also get people that retire with a lump sum at 68 or 65 and say, now what? And that's, I could do that too. The people that I can help are the ones that say to me, hey, Dan, I'm 62. I was thinking about taking Social Security now, but I still want to work. Um, I have no other savings. What do I do? That's the toughest ones. Those are the ones we're talking yeah. about. Maximizing Social Security, of course, but then we're talking about what we could do to save some money to get through it. Bottom line, the earlier you start thinking about creating these income streams, the better you are. The more income streams you have, the better you are. And the easiest thing to do is to bury your head in the sand and hope Social Security is going to be, your only, is going to be the only answer. And that is the worst case scenario. Mm. Try and get in front of it know that you're going to need multiple sources. You can't just rely on Social Security. If you are going down that path, you're going to have to tighten the belt and you're going to have to reduce your lifestyle or we're going to have to come up with new ways to save some money. Yeah. Yep. And so there are solutions. There are strategies out there. Um, and no matter what stage you're in, if you're thinking, oh, no, it's too late. I only have the one source. Well, you, then that is when you really need to go in. Obviously, it would have been better earlier, but you still need to go in and meet with a trusted financial professional like yourself, Dan, uh, to see what you can do to maximize your situation or better it. And uh, the earlier you start, the better, as you say. Now, before we go today, is there anything you want to add for our listeners out there? Yeah, retirement income planning is my specialty. 
it's not all about just increasing the amount of savings you have or or investing in the right stocks. It's about making sure that whatever you do have, you can generate the income you need. That's what retirement planning is all about. There are a lot of different ways you can go about it. There's a lot of different methods and tools you can use. I'm open to all of them. It's really going to depend on your situation and what you're trying to accomplish. The easiest thing to do is to bury your head in the sand, but don't do it. Sit down with somebody that specializes in creating retirement income plans and make sure you have your three-legged stool or to join Tony, I would go six, six-legged stool. That's the new three. And it's not hard to do if you have time and money on your side. It gets more difficult the less money you have or the less time you have. So act now. That's all I can say about it. So if you're interested in that, the easiest way to get in touch with me, 888-508-5935. Or if you're a techie like Tony, go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and connect with me online. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.